Hey everyone, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Dylan. I'm Darius. And I'm Jan. And on Trek to the Holodeck, we are doing the very hard work of definitively ranking the best Star Trek episodes featuring the holodeck. And if you don't know what the holodeck is, it's kind of like VR or video games in the Star Trek universe or like TV where you just experience it and it's all around you. Yeah. Uh, we judge our episodes on a very scientific method that we came up with mm-hmm. called the Drasks system. And that is Drasks. dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. Yeah, and you know, you might be asking yourself, what qualifies as a holodeck episode? Well, let me tell you, it's the big holodeck episodes where everything takes place in the holodeck to the smallest holodeck episodes where Riker happens to just walk out of the holodeck and you see a little glimpse of, of what's going on in there. We're, we're going from 100 to zero, all of them. And this week we're doing Body and Soul from Star Trek Voyager, season seven, episode seven. Yeah, so... Why don't you take a second, get a little bit of holodeck time, Mm. and Mm. join us on our journey, on our trek to the holodeck. holodeck. Believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Man, that were so cool. Oh, yes. that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, so this is episode 152 oh, of Star Trek Voyager, which yeah. is insane to think that there are TV shows episodes. that had more than 100 episodes. Yeah. Not anymore. Especially in this Not day anymore. and age, yeah. Yeah, Netflix is like, you got three seasons Good luck. of 10 episodes. Yeah. Have fun. We don't yeah. want to pay you after that because it's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Back we in just, the day, you got made if you got on a show like Star Trek Voyager. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. This episode was written by Eric Morris and Phyllis Strong. Phyllis. And Mike Sussman. And Mike Sussman. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Phyllis Strong and Mike Sussman are writing partners. Mm. Okay. Okay. Because they work on a ton of episodes together. Oh, uh, I see. Did. I see what you did here yeah. with the, the ampersand means Phyllis Strong and Mike Sesson. and Eric Morris is like the third party. Like, yeah, other he was writer. the other the third guy. wheel on the date kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, but uh, this is Phyllis Strong and Mike Sussman's first collaboration, and I think their first story that they've written for Star Trek. And from there, they wrote a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, including one of our favorites, author, author, awesome. and two other episodes in Voyager re- featuring the holodeck. So we'll be doing them eventually. Yes. Can we? And I think we can say on this one, there definitely was a woman in the writing room. And I think it's very clear that there's a female perspective that comes through <laughs> in a cool way. <laughs> very, yes, very much so. Very clear. The story uh, was, was by Michael Taylor. He didn't write anything on this one. He just had the story by. Thanks, Mike. It was directed by Robert Duncan McNeil. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mr. Tom Paris. Oh, really? Is that his? Oh, That's Tom Paris, yeah. That's the last episode of Voyager he directs. Unfortunate. And the music was uh, Dennis McCarthy. Denny. Denny Denny McCarthy. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. I like that we give nicknames specifically to the people who make music. Like, I just want to make that very clear. Nicknames to the people who do the music, nobody else. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any guest star shout outs, guys, because honestly, I didn't feel like any deserved it. Is okay. that wrong? No, it's totally the, fine. I will say the, f- the, the one woman on the alien mm-hmm. spaceship, like the doctor and the yeah. head of security and stuff, she looked familiar. Mm-hmm. I don't she know. She is, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She is she... in, yeah, she, that's, a, that's a really good eye there, Darius, because she is in an episode of Deep Space Nine. Oh, she Ooh. is. Yeah, okay. she play, It's an episode called "Invasive Procedures," and it's where Dax gets uh, her trill removed against her will. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I she plays a character. That yeah, that's a really good episode, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the name of the actor is Megan Gallagher, 
and she plays like one of the people in the Trill Heist of that. Okay, one. all right. So, which is actually a very similar character to this episode, where mm-hmm. it's like a doctor heist, and yeah. yeah, she's she's got a crush on the actual perpetrator of the crime, or whatever, the commanding officer. That's right. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So. But that episode unfortunately does not involve the Hollow Suite in any way, so we'll never do it. No. Until two years from now. When we're all <laughs> when we're out of yeah. episodes of stuff. <laughs> we're out of episodes to watch. There'll be ninety-three Star Trek shows in two years. Oh my god. <laughs> at the rate that they keep yeah. adding them. <laughs> by the sounds of it, by the way, there's gonna be a tons of holodecks on lower decks. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we do a That's, synopsis? Um, Let's do this. Let's, Let's do this. Get... I challenge us to do this real fast too. I, I mean, challenge us. We can talk about things, obviously, but let's let's try yeah. not to get too caught up on the minutia <laughs> of things. Well, I'm gonna kick it off with uh, when the the dudes showed up that hate holograms. I aud- audibly said, "Who are these dumb fucks? Who are you people?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you so people? Effect, like the backbone of this story is that. Seven, Kim, and the Doctor are on some mission yeah. finding comet rocks. Do you yeah. know, in the rare occurrences in Star Trek where there's actual exploration going on. Totally. Yeah. And, and <laughs> these aliens are like, um, holograms are super illegal here. We basically, they're terrorists <laughs> to us. So you're super under arrest. Like, no negotiation. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to fuck up your ship. Yeah. They call and them the... The insurgents, like they, yeah, photonic insurgents. So they're well, like, they're definitely freedom fighters. They're fighting for their freedom. For it sounds sure. like the good guys are photonic. It totally. sounds like one hundred, which like ties into the author author <laughs> thing, where it's like, oh, you mean you have slave labor? Your yeah. your EMHs are slave labor. They, it sounds like this species did the same thing. And <laughs> yeah, I immediately well, thought though, I was like, I want to see a series about this. These fucking yeah. guys, like, this sounds super fascinating. Well, Whatever's you know, going on here. Win a war against photonics. <laughs> I will say whoever whoever did the costumes for this, great job. Because you can see the, like, parallels with the uniforms of the aliens, where they have the different colors to insignate different yeah. parts of yeah. them. Yeah. They look like the Discovery they're, they're, uniforms. Yeah, they're Ugh, they're definitely God. like the they're like feder <laughs> they're like the Federation uniforms, but in the Delta Quadrant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also remind me of Babylon Five costumes for some reason. Mm. I don't know if anybody's ever watched that show. No. It's just a little bit. Yeah, I also but love. Yeah, it, oops, sorry. I I no, love no, no, that go, go, go. when uh, in Trek when like they can't figure out what to do to make a new alien, they just put some new thing on their like nose. <laughs> Rim. The bridge. Have we done V yet? Have we done a v, the letter V yeah. above the nose yet? Let's it's like, uh, let me check. Uh, have we done a thumbprint it, yet? Yeah. No, we've definitely, we do, Cardassians are thumbprints. And then there's, I, can't, I don't know who it is, but they've got kind of a lump with like a weird thumb divot, not a thumb divot, but like a fingernail divot in it that's kind of gross. Not the Bajorans. Not Bajorans the Bajorans. Just the, yeah, they got the flaps or whatever. I, they I like how with Bajorans, they were like, we want to keep these people like pretty traditionally attractive we just want we're just gonna do a little bit of a nose thing but otherwise everyone looks normal bajorans are hot my favorite one and i can't remember who the alien race is but it's the ones with the the like attachment from the nose down to the chin that goes in front of the mouth so disgusting those are the worst ones i hate them how do you drink and eat it's in the it's in your terrible. You have to have straws for everything. It also, how did the like, species evolve? Flick pe- like I, it, I remember them being kind of like jiggly flappy. too. Yeah, like flappy. <laughs> Gross to me. Well, it has to be elastic somehow because they have to talk. Oh, they, they have to like move it aside when they're eating a hamburger. Or something. <laughs> yeah, just like anyway. Uh, once again, we've we've completely deviated from the current episode. <laughs> <laughs> but they they get they get they get taken in because the doctor's photonic, and then so uh, what happens? And we find this out a little bit later in the in and by a little bit I mean just like briefly later that uh, the doctor and Seven of Nine have combined. Basically, this to doctor hide. gets yeah. put inside Seven of Nine. Sub, uh, sub, sub, what is it? He uh, like uploads implants. himself. Yeah. yeah, he's just like uh, I'm just gonna put myself in the cloud, which is. Seven of Nine's face and yeah. body, like yeah, and then the yeah. Doctor is inhabiting Seven of Nine, 
And watching her play the doctor is like so delightful. It's really Jerry fun. Jerry Ryan is incredible yeah. in this episode. Incredible. Yeah. Which this is a good time to bring up the, the little trivia thing of Robert Picardo performed a lot of Jerry Ryan's scenes as the possessed seven of nine on videotape <laughs> so that Jerry Ryan could study uh, how Whoa. he moves and like how he talks in it. And to, it's and clear. she does a great job. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. good. And it's so fun because like how how long has at this point she's for four years been yeah. playing this like the most uptight robot, regimented basically. like robot yeah, lady totally and she gets to just fucking have fun it's and crazy. it's really a joy to watch yeah well, it's yeah. also a joy yeah. to watch her in picard because she gets oh yeah act. she's great like in picard too she's yeah. just a like great a actor person. and so watching her yeah. act is like yeah i've also um, been watching uh sorry i i'm at like season three of voyager so jumping okay. to to like season this nine. This is your third watch through of Voyager. Yeah, sorry, my third watch through of Voyager. <laughs> but my instant thought when I saw Harry Kim, I was like, oh, his hair got cool. His <laughs> hair gets kind of cool. <laughs> I love seeing everyone get kind of all their like, hair getting get, better may, slowly. Maybe if I get a better haircut, you know, maybe I'll get a promotion. Maybe I get a maybe, promotion. Maybe a promotion. Except for Tom better. Paris. Tom Paris's hair gets like kind of worse. Arguably, I don't know. <laughs> Tom, Tom, I feel like Tom gra- like just turns into a dad. Yeah, through yeah, Voyager. he does. He looks like he starts drinking a little bit more. Yeah, and he literally becomes a dad by the end of it. But like, yeah. he just becomes more and more like a dad, like a dad. Yeah, which is a cool arc for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So this whole thing's going on, and uh, and then we like jump it's the back to Voyager. Of the episode. Yeah. yeah, and we find out that Voyager is like gonna rendezvous with them. Um. And then they like later on in the episode run into these same aliens, and the the holodeck is running for reasons why we'll get to once we get to the holodeck content, which is very brief. The holodeck content in this very brief, tiny, very tiny, tiny, lightning fast, but it's steamy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and it's, the, it's the Vulcan same. hot. It's spicy Vulcan. <laughs> the same reason uh, why uh, they get stopped. Uh, the Voyager gets stopped and. They're like, you can't have any photonic stuff going on. And in this whole scene, I love it because uh, you see Janeway just be like, yeah, we have a bigger ship than you. So uh, you either off. like escort us through <laughs> and we work together or like we're going to fuck you up. This is this is like late stage Voyager. Janeway is always the same way. She's like, look, we've like, honestly, we could just blow you up. Like we need to get home. <laughs> Late stage Voyager, Jane was just like, um, our phasers are better. Our shields are always going to hold. We, ha- I have a great crew. We fucking killed the Borg. Like, just, just fucking. I would rather not blow you up. I would rather not. But I will do it. She ends the scene with just with the line of like, sometimes diplomacy takes a little bit of saber rattling. Like, sometimes you just got to threaten to like destroy she- somebody. I, it's she like, really is like the th- the Teddy Roosevelt captain. Yeah. She's the most like Teddy Roosevelt. She, where she's just sweet like, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we'll fuck you up. I mean, I don't I don't know what else yeah. to say. We need to go. They're we need like, to go to Earth. They're like shooting <laughs> them, and it's just like ding, ding, ding. And she's like, just take their take their weapons out, please. And they're like, all right. And they it's take like, them out. It's, it's like, it's a little, it's right. noisy. It's a little loud. <laughs> She looks at Chakotay. He's like, "How are the shields?" And Chakotay's like, "The shields are fine. Like the shields are good." You don't need to ask me anymore. We're, we are the like supreme ship in this quadrant now. Yeah. Like, uh, it's juiced up. Like the Voyager is like humming and yeah. perfect. Like it's just so modified. God. Oh uh, man. And and those guys are like, you know, photonic things are illegal in this space. And she's like, honestly, like how the fuck was I supposed I to know? Don't care. <laughs> Uh, I'll turn off the program. <laughs> like we still have to inspect your ship, and she's like, "No, you're no, not gonna not do happening. that." No, you don't. No. Before all this happens, though, when they cut back to the ship, we see Tuvok, who's just sweating his fucking head <laughs> off. Yeah. And Tom is like, "Are you sure? All right." And he's just, "Are like, you eating hot wings or something?" <laughs> like, what's going? <laughs> yeah. And Tom's like, "You oh. definitely have some sort of flu. Like, there's a virus going on." And yeah. <laughs> and Tuvok's like, "It's not a flu. Every seven years, just, 
something happens, and then you see Tom's Tom's like eyes light up. He's like, oh, uh, I know what you're talking see, about. See, see. I read about this. I love I this. every time it cut back to Tuvok from here on out. I was cackling because watching him like burst a blood vessel in his head, trying not to fuck something. Is so he's like funny. white knuckling horniness. <laughs> he's just like. Oh. Especially, especially when he's on the bridge and Jane was like, Are you sure you're good? And he's like, Yeah, 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 I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's so, cool. You know, there's a funny part too when Jane was like, So last time you had specifically this flu was seven years ago. And she's like, like She clearly is like, I'm, I know what that I is. Know what's go- and then Neelix shows so, up and he's like, I made you some soup and it has no taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. He's like, this is exactly how you like it, right, Tuvok? It has no taste, no scent, no nothing. And Tuvok's like, yeah, um, thanks. This is great. Appreciate it. Honestly, after watching the uh, Tuvix episode, all of Tuvok's and Neelix's interactions are a fucking delight. Every single one is so much fun now. Oh, Tim Russ is one. I think he's like an unsung hero of Voyager because he's so totally. consistent. Yeah. yeah. He's probably the most Vulcan Vulcan that we've ever had on screen. Because, you know, Spock is half Vulcan. So he has his emotional moments. Yeah. So Paul is like super emotional for a Vulcan, mm-hmm. which we find out like might be because she has like these Vulcan problems, like these <laughs> diseases and stuff or whatever. She's not like. She's refined like, but like Tuvok is straight up just like boom. middle management Vulcan yeah like yeah I just <laughs> I'm good at my job everything's bouncing off Lo- nothing's getting logic is great yeah <laughs> sometimes I get pawn far and I just white knuckle through it <laughs> but but Tom is like hey um hey. <laughs> I may not be a great doctor but you know what I am great at doing yeah holodeck porn yeah <laughs> and then uh Tuvok is just basically like does your wife basically Tuvok says like I'm married I can't do that like that will be unfaithful yeah does your does your wife who is Bolana no like care about that kind of stuff and then Tom's just like I don't do that anymore but I used to yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, I don't need to free slave girls from Planet oh, Ten God, or whatever. I hate yeah, the, the oh whole God. slave girl thing. Every time it's said, I cringe. And I'm like, can we just delete that and like the wor- do like a generic like <laughs> enslaved girl at, just, at least? Oh God, yeah. It, every time it's Star Trek, I'm like, come on, we couldn't have not done this. Like, please, God. Totally, they they actually do retcon stuff for the Orion because you know, like the the green aliens, they're like Orion oh, slave yeah. girls. Yeah, but like yeah. in Enterprise, they retcon it and they're like, actually, those are the ones who are in charge. They just pretend to be slave girls oh. to make other species <laughs> yeah. think that they're like less powerful. Wow. And it's a really fun. Like, I did not turning expect that. that from Enterprise. Yeah, of, Enterprise. of all places. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, there, this is a super side note, but I think we can do it because we're flying through this episode. Uh, there was recently an infographic that was circulating on Instagram that was showing which Star Trek shows the percentage of episodes that passed the Bechdel test. Are you guys familiar with yeah, the Bechdel yeah. test? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the best show for it. Is Enterprise? Is not Enterprise. It's the worst show. Okay. Th- yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is. are you going to blow my mind right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What's uh, the best show for it? Uh, Voyager? I believe it's Voyager, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. Space Nine is shortly thereafter. Because yeah. I'm on the the Balana um Janeway ship train right now, guys. It's a thing. Oh yeah. It should be a thing. And fuck Tom Tom Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Tom is the he's he's providing the the DNA to have to so that Balana and Janeway can raise exactly. a child together. They got the sparks, man. Those first few it's episodes so when they're bouncing stuff off each other, you're like, it's there. The chemistry's there, guys. There is an Instagram account, right? There's, uh, there's uh, yeah. It's called like Balana and Janeway Forever. Yeah, and they're these in, little in the morning uh, or something like that. Yeah, they're these they're little action figures of Balana and Janeway in like on different places on dates and stuff, and it's the cutest thing in the world. It's and the captures are all like them bickering, but like in a playful way. Like, yeah. did like did you have trouble making this cake? It's like yeah, I did, but I did it for you. It's like oh, I love it's you. So cute. Oh, it's adorable. 
It's also so specific. <laughs> Such a specific Instagram account. You can find anything. And I love it. You I love Star Trek fandom. It's, it's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird, best. but it's so great. In, in one of the posts, last thing on that Instagram account, in the background, there's a Bashir and Garrick. Bashir and Garrick <laughs> are like making out in the background totally. or something. Yep. It's really great. Top Trek. Um, Truly. So, yeah. We, uh, while this whole stuff's going on with Voyager, uh, we got the doctor being in Seven of Nine's body, and there's a whole scene where the doctor is talking to the captain of this ship, trying to, like, the doctor's in Seven of Nine's body, trying to say, like, our replicators aren't a big deal. Like, you don't have to worry about our replicators. They just make our food for us. Here's some awesome. cheesecake, and, like, <laughs> makes some cheesecake and eats it. And then, like, oh my god, this loses is, their fucking mind. They <laughs> loses their mind. I, I've never. And then the captain's like, "Is that the first time you've ever had that?" And the doctor's got to like cover for it and be like, "No, I just." And this is the probably the, <laughs> the most like generalized idea of a woman that the doctor has. Uh, he's like, "No, I just don't normally eat this stuff. I have a figure to maintain." <laughs> He does say that but very mildly sexist thing. Coming yeah. from the doctor, though, I could imagine him actually saying that not as a woman. Like, I could imagine him, like, if he was, a like, a quote-unquote yes. real person, yeah. he would definitely say that. Absolutely. He, absolutely. Totally. The doctor is yeah. the prissiest thing <laughs> yeah. that exists. And and so this is this does bring up some interesting stuff that we, I think, is probably because Phyllis Strong, a woman for once co-wrote this episode hey. when the doctor like first like gets separated from seven's body mm. and, and harry's like watching this like what's going on seven's like what the fuck did you do with my body yeah <laughs> like, i am super you- <laughs> drunk and i feel like i'm gonna throw up <laughs> i'm shway i'm shmammied yeah. <laughs> i ate like nine pieces of cheesecake i ate cheesecake. a whole cheesecake by myself <laughs> so- <laughs> Because, like, Seven is so, like, everything is super logical and regimented. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is the nutritional pace I need. Yeah. This is the amount of hours I, I sleep. Totally. I just, to, to get peak performance. And he's just, like, driving that Chevy like it, like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> it's, I gotta be honest, when I first saw it, I was like, this is super weird. This is, like, kind of uncomfortable because, like, and they address it later on, which is nice. And then when, like... The doctor starts getting like sexy with the captain. I, I wasn't sure if I missed a line, but I was like, "Oh, this is getting real fucking weird now." And then, yeah, like, should the doctor be doing this with Seven's body? Yeah, this is kind of fucked up. And then it's revealed that it's a ploy, and I was like, "Oh, sweet lord!" Like oh, that nice. could have gone. Yeah, she's absolutely terrible. Well, it it was that scene happens right after they have that conversation where Seven of Nine's like, "You're getting." aroused yeah. in my body you're like just doing all this stuff like you that's gotta so you weird. it's my body you can't do this like yeah and then like, i understand we're in a tough situation but yeah. like and then the doctor's like respect they're like we need to get access to the computers because seven of nine i she's like i could i know how this stuff works so i yeah. could do it and the doctor's like i got an idea I, okay and i know it's gonna be weird but i got an idea I think I missed the I got an idea part. So it just immediately went from like, you're like doing weird shit with my body to the doctor going more weird shit. Like, (laughs) right. Well, there's a good line though, where the the captain's like, Hey, do you want another drink? And uh, the doctor in seven's body's like, "Uh, no, uh, a friend said I shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, He's like, you know, he's being respectful. He's like, you know what? I got to be more sensitive about what I do. The doctor learned. He did. He does learn. He learns. You know, give him credit for that. He's the best. I love him so much. He's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, such a hilarious... All speaking of Instagram accounts, a hilarious Instagram account. <laughs> yes. Robert Picardo's Instagram account yes. is great. Go follow it right now. He is living uh, quarantine great, Pretty by crazily, the way. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a whole YouTube channel as well. Uh, so in the end, you know, Voyager shows up and is like, hey... Just, you know, th- those are our guys. <laughs> and the aliens are like, no. 
And Jane was like, okay, uh, just blow up their thing. Just blow it up. <laughs> just like blow up the, par- the, the part and we'll just, yeah. <laughs> can you just, can we resolve this by the end of the afternoon? <laughs> So they like disable their their shields or something. Did uh, uh, Janeway asks like taps straight into Seven of Nines like neural net cortex or whatever cortex whatever. and yeah. implant yeah. and says like you need to disable the shields and then uh, they separate the Doctor and Seven of Nines separate and everyone on the bridge is like a photonic we have to kill him um, <laughs> and the Doctor gets to hold a rifle, which is always funny because he looks so out of place. Robert Picardo <laughs> yes. plays it so perfectly in that sense. Like the doctor yeah. never knows what to do with a phaser. Or yeah, Seven's like, hold this. Kind. And he's like, okay, I will I will hold this. <laughs> I will hold it. Um, and then the whole thing ends with uh, something short circuits and the, do- and the captain of that ship uh, is basically in mortal danger and needs surgery. Right. And the doctor... And Jane was like, I don't give a shit. Just beam everybody back on board. No. (laughs) I have to show them that photonic people aren't monsters. And I also became friends with all these people. I have to do surgery. They're cool. And convinces the second in command, like, I got to do surgery. You're the person I've been talking with, not her. Like, trust me on this one. Which also reminds me, earlier on we find out that this uh, the uh, woman on this ship, who's also the medic and the security chief, and she was raised by a photonic. Her and her brother were raised by a photonic. I completely and missed that it, detail. It's a we weird story. It, the story. It's a story that basically. Wild. It's a story that basically says like, we hate photonic people because they're trying to win their freedom. But like, I was raised by a photonic person, and I didn't think he, he was a bad person. And well, then she, the doctor is basically during the story being like, but don't you just think that he wanted freedom? And she was like, but he never said anything. Like he, we didn't <laughs> like treat him like a servant or anything. Like yeah. he was just, we tr- we treated him like a regular person. And the doctor, you could see in his eyes, like, you just don't sure get it. Did. Like that's not the She point. did like, the like, the, yeah, the it's like Janeway there's thing. a movie from the 20th, 21st century called The Help that you should watch. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. where people are raised <laughs> yeah. by the people that they are oppressing. Yeah. And I think you should check it out. <laughs> It has its problems because there's a lot of whitewashing in that movie as well. But you but should also watch totally. it. <laughs> she did what Janeway does in Author Author, where Janeway's like, "Yeah, you're not oppressed. What are you talking about?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I see how it is." Like, all right, all, all right, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So that happens, uh, and so flash forward to what we were just talking about. And she's like, okay, fine. Like, I'll let you do the surgery. Everything comes up fine. Um, the captain, horny like, captain, is like, uh, I guess I'm okay with this one photonic. And horny captain's doc- like, I wasn't dealing with you. I was dealing with seven of nine. And the doctor's like, if you want to keep believing that lie, then go ahead. But that's not what was going on. You can live in your you own fell in love with a photonic, <laughs> you pervert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they get brought back to Voyager. Uh, Tuvok has gone through his ponfar. In the holodeck. Yes. Uh, <laughs> With some difficulties. And makes off fun screen. of Tom. Yeah, off screen. We don't see it. And Tom Paris is like, so how did, how did it work out? And uh, Tuvok's like, well, my wife's ears are six centimeters for- shorter than Four what millimeters. Four millimeters. Four millimeters shorter <laughs> than what you made him. And he's like, fine, I took some I took some uh, creative license. Artistic, what do you yeah, want? Artistic like, liberties or something. <laughs> yeah. That's really a weird moment. Like, he could have just said, oops or like oh i'm sorry or whatever but instead he's like i thought that your wife would be hotter with less pointy ears i just love it as a character thing for tom because i feel like he still regards himself as an artist when it comes to making totally. like, por- porn holodeck stuff uh, uh yeah but basically that that's where the episode ends mm-hmm I mean, I think there's something after that. I think the doctor does says something. I don't know. Well, but. no, Seven comes by. Oh, yeah. To the doctor's office. Right, right. And she's like, so I've been thinking about stuff, and I think a compromise would be I eat all this stuff, which I normally don't, <laughs> but there's a gap in my nutrition, and I'll just describe what it's like so that you can live vicariously through me, but not possess my body. Why don't... Like what it really comes down to is the doctor's in love out. with Seven of Nine. Yeah, and yeah she the doctor gets too. to basically go on dates with Seven of Nine for the That's most part. Cute. 
that's what's going on, really. Because the doctor loves Seven of Nine. He's so cute. <laughs> you I hope, guys want to go to the holodeck? Yeah, let's go yeah. to the holodeck. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager, Mess Hall. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? Hey, what's up? Oh, hello, Tom Space. How you doing, Tom? Good. Uh, I'm a. I don't know. I'm a little, a little taken aback. You remember uh, a few days ago when uh, the Doctor Seven of Nine and Harry Kim were taken prisoner, mm-hmm. and then the Doctor kind of told that story about how he took over. Uh, seven of Nine's body. Yeah, and was classic like, story. He shared it with Seven to yeah. make sure yeah. he could survive. Taking, yeah, and he like did taste for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever yeah. since then, I've been trying to get him to just like share my mind so that he can taste things and we could like pal around, but he won't do it. Hmm. Well, I'm- oh well, I believe the reason he was able to with Seven was because she has cybernetic implants left over from the times that she was assimilated by the Borg. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was assimilated by the Borg too, so. Oh. I remember it was like a couple months ago the Borg attacked and I, I got assimilated briefly and they like kept a cybernetic inside. Oh, I do not cool. recall that Have you guys at seen all, really? Chuvak? Yeah. He's like sweating a bunch. I think he's in his pond far. Have you guys been seeing this? Oh yes, he certainly yeah. is going through a pond far currently. I yeah. I recognize the symptoms of a pond I'm far. I'm sure you he would is, know. You would know. Yeah. He, well, uh, that's strange I've never that seen you, s- you do pond far. I've never seen you have to like the physical aspects of a pond far. Yeah. Happen with you? Uh, with me? No. Uh, I generally that is not a thing that I personally have to worry about. If you understand what I am saying. No, you not mean really. you're Vulcan. Every seven yeah. years, you're oh, supposed to it, go through. Pond excuse far. me. Uh, hello, uh, Lieutenant Erickson. Uh, I just, I'm in the middle of a lunch with my friends, but do not for a second think that I did not enjoy the last three evenings greatly. Hey, uh... Yes, I will communicate with you later. What? That was weird. Lopek, I, I, I got a question for you. Um, yes. What turns you on? What turns you Vulcans on? I, I, I placed a bet. I'm running a, a pool... Uh, to see when Tuvok's gonna go in the holodeck and just fuck finally. Um, so, I, what turns you guys on? Because I'm trying to. Before you know, we get into that, real quick, him. you guys don't remember when I was assimilated? No. Like, no, no. I spent. I remember that some crew members yeah. were assimilated at some point I spent, in the last few years. I spent a week years. in sick bay getting, like, counseling for it. Like when they assimilated me, I, my brain was still there. Like my, all my thoughts were still there. But then, like to answer your million, question, yeah, Pert, what I would say like? that Vulcans have a very varied sense of things that attract them. Okay. Since we are not emotional explicitly, mm-hmm. we do tend to think about sexuality more. Okay. So things that are logical. What what uh-huh. have you been trying to do I to tried, get Tuvok horny? I've been carrying around a lot of melons, specifically when I go past him to hold them up to my chest. Um, I got, did the good old banana trick. It doesn't seem to be working, but when I talk yes, to him, well, I'm trying to Tuvok insinuate some things. Tuvok is not likely to be aroused by fruit. He is more of a vegetables person. Oh, so, okay. So yeah. like squ- big old squash, maybe? Could carry some squash around? Sure, I would go to Neelix and ask him for perhaps some some Vulcan mm. uh, squash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys don't remember that? Oh, excuse that. me. I'm I'm sorry. I have to I have to speak to this person real quick. You you go on ahead. What is going on? Yes. No. T- Tonight. Pert, you I, really hmm. don't remember that whole week that, that I was basically just screaming randomly because I had the thoughts of the collective in my head still. No. After they what do you mean by tore me away from the collective, how do you, how does okay. Lopec know all no. these people? Have you met any of these right. people? Is he like? No, I'd be no. happy to. What the? Fuck? Uh, I apologize for that. I just have to take care of something later this evening. What is later I I this get evening? It. I think I get it. I think Lopec doesn't go through Ponfar because he fucks. Are you fucking Lopec? Uh, I may be engaging in carnal acts you have the capacity to fuck and doesn't that go against the whole idea of like 
being Vulcan and not having, like, emotions and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, no, none of this is emotional at all. There is no emotional connection with any of my I'm crew members. weird images in my head. Let's, I don't want to talk, this is weird. I still can't I, believe you I guys apologize don't remember that time for where I had a giant ed- images into thing your head on my eye that they had to, like, pull out. I thought that was a badminton accident. Yeah, I thought um, you got hit in the was face that not a or badminton? something. Yeah. No. Wild. Okay. I was assimilated. About, you know what I could do? I could get water balloons and fill them, or I could get condoms and fill them up with like water and carry them around, like just like I'm having some fun, you know, whipping them around. Or maybe I could do a wet T-shirt contest with myself and Harry. Harry would totally be in for that. That might actually work on Tuvok. Yeah, you think that you guys you like that yeah, sort of stuff? I do. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Tom? What do you think? Yeah. Did perhaps Sorry, in the I just time that you were assimilated, did any Vulcans in the collective tell you anything? Yeah. Of use. <laughs> do you have any I, I mean, Vulcan I have like, assimilated friends or something? I did. I had like millions. Sure. Of just thoughts in my head. Oh yeah, of I'm lifetimes sure. of other hard. Vul- Fuck you guys. I'm going to sick bay. This- I'm sure the doctor will be you happy wanna, to help you. Do you want to place a bet before you go? Yeah, he's. Go- it's gonna be at least two days here. Two days. What do you got? How much? How many credits? Two gold press platinum. Oh man. Oh, I just got. I'm sorry. I have to check my tricorder. I just got an image sent to it directly. You know what? I'm gonna open a. Oh. I'm opening another betting pool, Tom. Did Tom leave? Is Tom gone? Tom's. Did Tom leave? I can't see because I don't want to look at him because I'm afraid I'm going to get assimilated. I'm going to open another betting pool to see how much this guy, this guy does it. Next time what? he does it, how much you want? I'll put take on the it? over on that one. Oh, you, okay, all right. I get some action here. You guys are disgusting. All right. I- <laughs> Uh, haven't you heard the phrase "resistance is futile" before, Tom? Yeah, see, come <laughs> many, on, many times. Come on, many times. You're telling me you guys didn't get frisky in the, uh, in the, the collective. I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate you guys making fun of my trauma. This was so traumatizing to me, and all I want is the doctor to just share my mind so that he can taste cheesecake again. Mm. Where's the thing? Do you got a thing? Like what thing? You know. Cause like, usually seven, there's a seven's got something the eye left. Thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I wasn't assimilated that long. They were able to take out all the external stuff. I still have a lot of internal things. You guys don't sure. notice the fact right. that I go in and I regenerate with seven of nine every once in a while. Oh, I assumed you were simply trying to curry favor with her, yeah. as you do with the rest of the commands. Literally every. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. And it's something I do. <laughs> yeah, so that makes yeah. sense. If you'll excuse me, I have a holodeck appointment. All right. I won't be running any programs if you know what I'm saying. All right. We get it. Just get out of here. We get it, Lopek. Jesus Christ. God. All right. This one's probably going to be quick as well because there is like. It's so quick. This one's awesome. There's like, what, less than a minute? 45 Uh, seconds maybe of holodeck content? content? I do like, like, he goes into the holodeck, and they're, like, doing it ceremoniously, where they're, like, they're about to make love, him and his holodeck There's a lot of, wife. like, ceremony in the holodeck recently, yeah. Yeah. of episodes we've watched. Like, yeah. totally. there's the Klingon, like, pain stick ceremony, and now there's the, the Vulcan fuck ceremony. <laughs> I liked, yeah, fun far. I like to think that Tuvok went in there, and while this ceremony was happening, in his brain, he was like, come on. Like, let's just get this over. Like, we don't need to do this. I am losing it right now. Like, we don't need to do the ceremony. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> you just you just hear like a, the unclipping of a Vulcan belt buckle. <laughs> I just, uh, just got to get this over with. So yeah, like we we cut to and we see all the candles and they're t- and they're doing their little ceremony thing. And this is also the moment that Voyager gets uh, confronted by these aliens. And Tuvok's about to go through his whole pond far, and Janeway's like, "Fine, we'll cut the holodeck stuff. Hey, uh, cut the holodeck <laughs> stuff." Uh, <laughs> and Chakotay's like, "Great, I'm cutting it. It's gone." So yeah, Tuvok's like <laughs> about to kiss his wife, and like, then the, the whole program turns off, and he's just like, "Fuck." Yeah, I love fuck. his face when it all goes away. He turns around and he's just like 
sweat immediately, like, God damn it. <laughs> so it starts pawn faring hard again. <laughs> that's the holiday content. Yeah, that's content. it. That's it. That's it. Do you have anything you guys want to talk about when it comes to the holiday content? (laughs) No. I think that overall... That's it. I keep thinking about how how lax Janeway is. It's not in the holodeck, but when we talk about Janeway, I'm like, she just, like, doesn't give a shit at all. And she has, like, three lines in the whole episode. This is, like, like, uh, late season Picard, when Picard starts wearing whatever he wants. The leather jacket and he's not wearing a uniform anymore. This is Janeway. Like, this is late Janeway. She's just like, nah, fuck it. I don't care anymore. I just want to be home. You guys know what I want to do. You guys know what I do, right? Like, this, you know, like, Tuvok, fire phasers, Chakotay, keep the shields up. This is Captain uh, Jenkins at her height. This is, it's like, essentially, these later seasons is Kirk in the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie when he's doing the, uh, the test and he's flipping the apple and he's like fire phasers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like super relaxed. The yeah. <laughs> shields are up, are they? Yeah. Check. Oh, they're off. Oh. That's like, cool. every fire, captain. Use one torpedo each. Season seven <laughs> of Star Trek. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you guys want to rate it then? Let's, let's party. Let's rate I mean, it. Of our our chat after we rate it, yeah, exactly. our uh, trademark um, okay. system, Dasker's Drasks. or whatever. Is it Drasks? Drasks. Yeah, Drasks. Drasks. <laughs> make T-shirts. Dialogue. Um. Dialogue is. I mean, there's. We get to learn what Ponfar dialogue is like. I guess. I'm gonna go with zero. There's nothing there. Yeah, it's this big old zero for me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna give it a point five because there was dialogue. There was, because dialogue. There was dialogue. <laughs> Someone wrote something for the holodeck. It wasn't just kissing. Yeah, uh, romance. Uh, uh, this is basically porn, right? So there's one. not a lot of romance. No, here. I will say, I no, no, no. One. I'll say this is as best we can get for Vulcan romance. This is Vulcan romance. This is the height. Like this is how Vulcans show yeah. romance. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right, and and it, and if we're talking about porn, this would be like the porn that's made for women, you know, like it's it's the it's it's a real situation. It's not like Tuvok is like repairing going nuts. Uh, something, yeah. and then like uh, <laughs> an Orion comes by and is like, "Oh, I've never met somebody so logical." And then like the music starts playing. <laughs> no, this is like no, this is just a wife and a husband reuniting after a long He's time. Just it's very yeah, like a normal si- a normal situation in which he would have sex with his wife. We we're seeing parts of Ponfar. The only other time I think we see Pon, do we see Ponfar with, uh, with uh, Spock? Spock, in the original series. Yes, he doesn't he battle Kirk during Ponfar. Th- yeah, think, yeah, yeah. While yeah, he wants he needs to, to yeah, uh, he does. Uh, I think, but I think what I was saying was like, do we ever see the act of Ponfar? Um, yes. Other than this, in Enterprise, yep. I know we do. Mm-hmm. Right, that's oh. the one. That's the of one. Course. But I don't think we ever see it elsewhere. Right, like we're not. That's the only other time we see the act of Ponfar. So this is one of two episodes. Maybe Wait. I'm wrong, and correct me if I am. But this is one of only two episodes where we see Vulcan romance. That's a bummer. So man. I don't know how you give romance only one, because it's just there. Because it's not actual romance it's just with a computer. There, yeah, Vulcan romance it's a though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, look, you know what? I'm going to give it a three. That's what I was going to give it. I'm going <laughs> to give it a three. Motherfucker's coming for my take me out to the Hall of Sweet episode. God there's no damn way. it. Wait, this is gonna, there's no way this is going to take Darius, <laughs> what's, what's yours? What's yours? Three. Yeah. Okay. Three. Okay. Action. There's there's no action. No action. Big old big we don't zero. get to see any action. There's a little blue balling. Yeah. <laughs> big old okay. zero. Uh, suspense. I guess there's a there's little, a bit, little of, bit of suspense. What is what's going to happen here? Whether gonna, his wife is going to hang around or not, that's kind of suspenseful. Yeah, is there like a Vulcan cigarette after Vulcan sex? <laughs> the suspense is like the suspense is like af- after the fact suspense. Like you never you think it's going to happen. I guess there's a little bit of suspense once Janeway's like, yeah, but like we'll, we'll shut we'll it turn down. off. Yeah, we'll turn off the holodecks, and then it cuts back. You're like, oh my god, is he going to get Uh-oh. it done before? <laughs> they turn off the holodecks, yeah, but everyone get knows he's not going to. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say point five. zero from point five, point five. Being there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, stakes. I think. I think the stakes are pretty high for Tuvok. 
in the holodeck? Not so everything holodeck, leading up to it find... in the holodeck? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Once he once he is able to get his proverbial rocks off, he can <laughs> just know, do his job again. You want to know why? Because we, see, because we see the scene where it terminates on him, and he's still in the holodeck. Uh-huh. So the stakes are high because he didn't get right. to finish. And he's like, fuck. And what happens? <laughs> like, what happens with what happens if they don't do their pawn far? They just get considerably, they could die, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> Wait, they fucking what? die or they have to fight their captain. What the? Is what the, fuck? the original we, series is like. Yeah. In the original series, we find out that, like, he will die, I think. What so, the like, hell? This is serious. I believe issue. if they don't go through upon fire, they die. <laughs> All right. Holy I'm going to pull shit. it up because it's easier to just research it on memory alpha. Yeah. So I uh, think the stakes could be it's pretty It's a neurochemical high. imbalance that takes on a form of madness, culminating in the plaque tau. A Vulcan could die within eight days if their Ponfar is not satiated. Holy hell. Yeah. Vulcan males experience Ponfar every seven years of their adult life. The imbalance during Ponfar can be transferred to others via a telepathic mating bond. It can also be transferred to other species during the same telepathic bond. Certain microbes are also known to trigger Ponfar prematurely. So you could just give it to somebody? Yeah, it's like, like, hey, um, I think I gave you Ponfar. <laughs> You're going to be so fucking horny. (laughs) But yeah, so like I think the stakes are really high for him because we find out he doesn't get to finish his Ponfar. And now he's like, oh, fuck, could he die? He could die. All right. I'm going to give that like a three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. 3.5. Although under, under, under Dylan's own like ideas of stakes... Yes. If you could die in the holodeck, it is a five. You've said this previously. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the holodeck killing him. It's the holodeck, like, n- not killing him. Like, it's not the holodeck's fault. I did say this. This is something you that know, I did say. We, sh- we should go back to take me out to the hollow suite because, you know, if you get hit by a baseball you could die. You the right way, you could die theoretically. <laughs> Shit. And with a Vulcan pitching? <laughs> oh, three times the strength of a regular human? Shit. All right, I guess you could technically look at the loophole of the holodeck's not killing him. All right, five. The holodeck's going to be the reason. <laughs> no, 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 we don't no, have no, to no, do no. that. Three. I'm going to go with a three. I'm leaving it at a 3.5. I just wanted yeah. to show yeah. Dylan's hypocrisy. Hey. Okay, camp, camp. I mean, it's, I it's not that camp. Zero. Really, yeah, it's really not that camp. Zero. Zero. It's just sci-fi campy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Computer, final score. Calculating. 1.03. Now that's a stinker. That's what I've been waiting for. That's what 45 (laughs) seconds of the holodeck looks like. (laughs) There's going to be one where there's 45 seconds in the holodeck and it's going to be like top five. You know it. There's going to be one where like (laughs) somebody walks in and is like, hey, Data. And he's like pruning some bushes in the holodeck <laughs> and they're like we need you he's like all right and then just leaves like that's gonna be one of them <laughs> what if there's and and i'm just saying what if but what if there's a holodeck episode that's like we like open the doors and we're seeing this giant battle going on and somebody says the campiest dialogue in the world and in the background there's like a bunch of romance happening and like the dialogue this- is so good and the stakes are like if this they could all die. It, it, and in the suspense, okay. you're just like, it's a bunch of fogs. So you're like, what's actually going on in there? And we, we, it gets a perfect score. Here's the thing. <laughs> if I ever was able to like rewrite and remake any DS9 episodes uh. with like our current day technology, I would put 100% of the budget somebody walking into the hall suite on accident and seeing Bashir and O'Brien like murdering people in some epic battle like beautifully and being like oh sorry and they're like ah! and then they leave and like that's it that's like the only <laughs> it's like whenever they talk about their epic battles I'm like man I'm really bummed that we don't get to like see Ever them see. yeah like go into town they're just playing like Call of Duty yeah. they're just playing future the Alamo. Call of Duty they're doing the yeah. Alamo man. over and over again um yeah. Guys, this was really fun. I'm glad yeah. that we had so much fun doing like... By the way, 
Obviously, I think I know the answer for this one. Would you recommend this episode just for the holiday content? For me, it's a no. Absolutely not. No, but the Tuvok but fucks. It's a, go- it's a, it's, it's <laughs> a great. does <laughs> fuck, which is funny. Um, but I do think this is actually, actually, this is a good episode. I agree. This is a, f- like the, the, the stuff that Jerry Ryan does to mm-hmm. be the doctor is great. There's some really good like thematic stuff going on. I think all those. Yeah, I think it's a great episode, but I did have uh, the thought how, uh, maybe three quarters of the way through this episode. While it's a great episode, there's not a lot going on in this episode. This episode is kind of like a we're not doing anything. These are episode. my favorite episodes. Personally, yeah. I love the later seasons because they've run out of ideas and it's all the like totally. backlog scripts that are like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. And like, I mean, what's the 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 pitch here is like the the premise is what if the doctor was seven of nine? Yeah, and that this, was the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. This is a freelancer episode, right? Like, uh, yeah, um, the way it Michael, started. Yeah, Mike Sussman and Phyllis Strong were freelancers at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then they got hired on and they did Enterprise too. Yeah, that's so, pretty rad. So it's possible, people. I Wait, just love that there's uh, no Phyllis, Phyllis Strong did some Enterprise episodes. Oh yeah, Phyllis Strong and Mike wrote like a, maybe like a half a dozen Enterprise episodes. So there was a woman in the writers room for Enterprise. Not in the episode we watched no, though. No, no, <laughs> not an unexpected. That's why, that's why everyone's so sexy. They just love writing about sex as this uh, episode. But yes, great episode. Um, just not a great holodeck episode. No, just not a great holodeck absolutely episode. Absolutely not. Um, cool. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, next week we're going to be doing season seven, episode 23 of the next generation. What episode is that, Jan? Emergence. Yeah. Emergence. That's a good one. Emergence. 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 It's a good episode. Uh, watch it and, uh, then you can listen to the episode and it's going to be great. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, please subscribe to us on whatever podcast network you're listening to. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Like, go ahead and just subscribe. It'll make it so that the next episode will pop up in your feed automatically. Yeah. You don't have to think about it. And it helps us. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. and, you can check- and rate us on those sites. Like, give us five stars on those sites. Yeah, yeah. Five uh, stars and great. up, please. Yeah. Yes. You can five also tracks. find us on the Instagrams and the Twitters. We're on all the Twitters, so just yeah, we're, search. We're all up at Twitter end. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Track to the Holodeck, wherever, whatever social media you're on. The voice to the Track to the Holodeck computer is provided by Verona Blue. Thank you. And the yeah, intro and outro music is by artist Bodyline, and you can get all their music on Bandcamp. Uh, we use it with the permission from the Midwest Collective. And Trek to the Holodeck is a fan podcast celebrating Star Trek. It has no affiliation with Viacom, CBS, or any other Star Trek rights holders, so fuck off. Yet, yet, we don't yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Uh, this is great. Uh, okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And transmission. We spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 